Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And this is episode 126. And it's entitled, well, I don't really know how to entitle it, so it's entitled whatever it's entitled. But it's actually a question and like not not really a letter, but a mini a mini reply from one of our listeners. And the and I'm gonna call him Tom. So he wrote me and said, the episode that I watched was, is it okay not to be happy? As I watched this episode, I was reminded that yes, it is okay not to be happy. But after thinking about it, I think that we should always strive to be happy. I think though it comes down to communicating and being willing to actually get to know people, individuals as a whole. When I'm at church, I feel like people will run up and say hi and then walk away. As I was thinking about it, I think we need to do a better job of getting to know people better on an individual basis. We need to, do sh- we need to show more love and compassion instead of being judgmental and turning away. What are ways that people can get to know someone better individually than just saying hi? I think we need to give people time. What can we do to give people time? And I could be wrong, but the question that I'm really seeing in this is what can I do to make people actually have a desire to connect with me? And it's what we've been talking about this entire podcast. You cannot control who's going to come up and talk to you. Like, people are going to go up and connect and talk with those people that have similar energy as they do. They have similar ideas, similar beliefs, similar lots of those things that fall into place. So you can't, so Tom, like you can't control and you can't make anybody want to talk to, well, you can't make anybody come up and talk to you, but you can actually make them have a desire. You know, I was thinking, for example, um, some of you guys might know Rob Gardner. Now, Rob Gardner has written all kinds of really amazing music. And there was probably a time in his life that he could have very easily passed through, you know, many places unknown, totally unknown. And there might have been time. Now, I don't I don't really know Rob Gardner that well. We've we've talked very, very briefly, mostly just high and kind of kind of what this this guy kind of kind of what Tom's talking about. Because Rob Gardner does hang around the Easter pageant where I am a member of the cast, but I haven't really just, I've never really gotten, had the chance to get to know him, get to know him. Well, there's something interesting that happens because I'm guessing there was a time in Rob's life that Rob was not really talked to by many people. Because that's how it is for all of us, guys. We all go through these phases of life where people don't want to connect with us. I've been there many times and sometimes people still don't like to connect with me and it's okay. But then, you know what Rob did? He went out and wrote all this really, really awesome music and now everybody wants to talk to him. So, So it's like, Joseph, are you telling me that the more I'm up to cool stuff in the world, the more people want to talk to me? That's exactly what I'm telling you. 
So what do you do in the meantime? I mean, you can't just start cool stuff overnight, can you? Well, yes, you can. And most things that you're trying to do in life aren't as hard as you think they are. And the other thing I'd add is just... To not have so much thinking about it. The thing that weighs us down, and I'm, I'm going to use my own example here, when I go to the gym especially, for example, because when I'm at the gym, you can't tell whether a girl is 18 to 34. You just can't. There's some that I've said hi to that you know, turn out to be much older, and there's some I've turned, said hi to that probably turn out to be much younger. And so I have a lot of thinking sometimes about even smiling at someone or, oh, they're probably just not wearing their ring and they might be married. And, and then, they're, and then they're, uh, their boyfriend or husband or something's going to look at me and be like, hey, are you looking at my wife? <laughs> These are real things that I think about, guys. But the more I just go to the gym or wherever I'm going without so much thinking on my mind, and I would add, there is something to be said for being up to cool things in the world. Why? It creates an energy and an excitement inside of us that truly other people want to get to know us. Like when you're up to a cool mission in life, people want to get to know you. You know, we think like Tom does plenty of times, and I think all of us have felt this way before. We've, we've all been that person whether it's at church or whether, you know, insert whatever place you've been and thought, man, it'd be really nice if somebody came over and talked to me. Or, you know, we we're the ones that we go try to talk to somebody and they instantly go away. No, I'm just going to be honest because I, I feel that's fair. There are certain people that I really, really enjoy talking with. And there are certain people that I'm OK talking to. And I want, the, I want for them to be doing whatever they want to in their lives, but our conversations sometimes just aren't that interesting. I mean, what I've, you know, in the past, what I would do, because I've been a coach now for 20 years. Yes, I'm 38. I've been a coach for 20, 20 years. I, I did start when I was 18. But one of the things that I've found, like I used to give people advice. I used to tell them, hey, go do this, go do this. Oh, tell me how that's going. You know, and it's like they start talking about their life and I instantly jump in and be like, well, you can fix it this way, this way, and this way. Most people don't want your advice. They just want to be listened to. But I don't, I don't have to listen to everybody. I don't want to listen to everybody. And so the, the part of this I'm helping you guys understand is there's going to be certain people that you have a lot of interest with that are really into the same things you are you're going to have a much better chance talking to those people. If you want somebody to be interested in you, get interested, truly interested in what they want and what they're about. And now, granted, you, you could do that for... I mean, I'll share with you guys an example. I've got a friend that he's a Tottenham Hotspurs fan. Now, if you know anything about me, I'm, I'm a big Arsenal fan. And so we have, we have really fun conversations sometimes. Well, I enjoy talking about that. I, I enjoy talking about the games. I enjoy talking about those type of things. So we have some really good conversations. And we've actually probably, it probably helped our friendship because we were, you know, we enjoyed arch rival teams. 
you know the the rivalry with between Tottenham and Arsenal there's not many greater if any and so I, I enjoy stuff like that so I'm gonna talk to him and you know and we talk about other stuff and he happens to you know he was a, a life coach for some time as well and so I enjoy that you know it, it's okay to understand that some people are going to be your people and other people are not. I'm, I'm not going to sit down with people and have extensive conversations about Pokemon or Dungeons and Dragons or I'm trying to think of anything else here. Actually, most, most things in the world, like, I'm not going to sit there and talk to people about, you know, what Kim Kardashian's up to or, you know, it, or many celebrities. I don't care. If you find out what someone's interested in and you become really good at that subject, it's going to be a lot harder for them not to talk to you. Because people love when you're interested in what they're interested in. I mean, I can talk to people about coaching for hours and hours and hours. I mean, the real, connection, the real question here is how do I connect better with people, get interested in what they're up to in life? Now, I also want to talk about the other part of this equation. People should want to come up and talk to me. Why? Now, one of my favorite examples is that of the Savior, Jesus Christ. He did go up and talk to people, but he spent a few moments with each of them. There's a great video series called The Chosen, and one of the episodes shows this massively long line of people trying to spend time with the Savior. Now, of course, the Savior's mission was far more important than any of ours, but if he had lines a mile long, he couldn't have spent that much time with each of them. But the time he did spend, that, spend with them, he was present. Some people aren't going to want to spend time with you. And that's okay. No, you have a choice between being upset and being frustrated and just saying, well, they should want to, Joseph. They should want to spend time with me. Why? What do they get out of it? I didn't really anticipate this going this way. So we'll, we'll keep running this way and seeing how it's going, but also understanding at the same time, I'm like, okay, this is an interesting direction. What do you have that makes them want to spend time with you? Well, they should just love me because I'm a person. Okay, there's 6 billion people in the world. What do you have that makes them want to spend time with you? So what it comes down to for me, the people that get most of my time and attention are the people that have similar energy as I do. You, you just have to understand that everybody is in a growth phase of their life. Everybody. The more that I grow, the more people want to spend time with me and the more I have to set boundaries. I mean, I guess, you know, back to Tom, it kind of depends, you know, what, what you're up to. Like, I, I mean, I got, I got news for you, Tom. If you happen to be talking to another guy and he happens to see a really pretty girl 
he's probably going to go talk to the pretty girl. That's just, that's just usually how we work. And, and I know plenty of times where I've been in a conversation with someone and a, a gorgeous girl walks by, at least half of my mind goes with her, at least for a few seconds, <laughs> maybe even a few minutes. When it ceases to become a problem that people aren't taking, that they aren't taking care of us and they aren't taking care of our needs because we can take care of our own, life becomes a lot more manageable. One question I will share that's been super helpful for me to get to know people is, what's your story? It means I don't want the surface answers. I want to know about you. You know, like one of those rom-com movies. I want to know you. I want to know your soul. Actually, I think that's from an episode of How I Met Your Mother. But it's, uh, you know, like we don't have to go to that extent. But the more and the more fun that you are as a person. Like. The more comfortable you are with yourself. And the more you don't think there's things wrong with you, and the, more, and the less thinking you have about who you are, I can guarantee, I can, I can it, you tell me, I, I actually do know this person I'm calling Tom in real life. So, um, you know, I guarantee that not only for Tom or anyone else listening, I can find somebody in your exact same situation with your exact same characteristics, your exact same looks are fairly similar that is probably having a funner and more enjoyable life than you. And part of that's just because they come to terms with it. Hey, this is me. This is where I'm at. I mean, many comedians do this. You know, many comedians that have a lot of like self-deprecating humor where they're basically making fun of themselves. There are people that, no matter what they have been through in their lives, have made so much more out of their lives. So what do you do to shift your energy? Well, number one, listen to these podcasts because mo- most of our things are just, it- it's all about our thinking. Anytime that you get frustrated or annoyed, you're just caught up in your thinking. You're thinking that your world is supposed to be something different. Now, I want you guys to know on this podcast, this today, when, when Tom talks about, when Tom's coming and basically asking, hey, make other people want to be interested in me. I'm just being honest. That's not the way it works. Even the Savior himself spent most of his time with very few disciples. He had his larger circle which was about 12 people. He had his super inner circle that was three people. Maybe a tiny bit more. Because other, anyways. Like, that was it. Well, I want to be in his circle. Okay. Those, the people that were in his circle were devoted followers. Now, I'm not saying to be devoted followers of your friend. I don't want you guys to take this metaphor too far. What I am saying is connect with those people that you're going to connect with. There's a, there's a song by a band called Bowling for Soup that's called High School Never Ends. And one of the things it talks about in there is just how high school never ends. 
there's there's always going to be clicks. There's always going to be those type of things. The sooner that becomes not a problem to you, the sooner you'll enjoy your life. The sooner you stop worrying about, well, that person's supposed to say hi to me. Well, what value are you adding to the conversation? Well, I'm not. And, and, and I'm not speaking specifically to Tom right now. I'm speaking to everybody. Like, what value are you adding to the conversation? What are you doing? What are you bringing to the table? Well, they should just love me. Hey, loving people and wanting to spend time with them is totally different. Now, here's a thought that comes to my mind that could actually end up being an entire other podcast. But are you an energy, are you an energy sucker? Or are you an energy giver? When people spend time with you, do they feel their life enriched? Do they feel grown? Do they feel nourished? Or do they feel like you've sucked all of their energy? Now, if you want a trick to get people to really like you, be an energy giver. Like You can naturally tell when somebody's talking to you if you're adding energy to their life or if you're taking it away. And so can the person talking to you. I, I hope you guys don't think I'm being sacrilegious by using examples of the Savior. He's our example in all things. The example of the woman with the issue of blood that simply touched his cloak. He knew that virtue had gone out of him. If, if I'm listening to somebody and it, like sometimes my energy goes with them. It depends on the conversation. It depends. And, and I guess the other thing that comes from that is get curious about people's lives. If you want to get to know somebody, get to know them. I don't mean by stalking them on Facebook or any social media. I mean, asking them, hey, what are you into? What are you up to? What do you enjoy? You know, or, you know, maybe they happen to be, you know, on a sports team or going to school or whatever it is. Ask them about what, what they're enjoying. You can tell when you're talking to somebody if they're enjoying the conversation or if they're not. Because usually they'll be smiling and they won't be looking around. Now, now granted, you just have to understand we're always dealing with competing priorities. Every conversation that I'm in, there's competing priorities. There's all kinds of thinking in my head. That's just the way it is. You know, like one of the thoughts I had is another name for this podcast could be called, and that's the way it is. Because the more we understand the way life works, the more we understand what's really happening, everybody around you is looking for opportunities to grow. They're looking for opportunities to fill their life with wonderful and good and amazing and glorious things. And most people are looking for ways to get off of their plate, the things that are yucky and heavy and just like, you know, things that take away their energy. Now, I am not the first person to talk about this. If you listen to many, many motivational speakers and self-help people, many of them talk about getting rid of those things that take energy from your life. So if you don't want to be one of those things that's, that's set to the side, how can you add energy? How can you add value to this person's life? What does that person care about? What what is it that they love to talk about? How can you be, be more curious in that? 
there's a story told in How to Win Friends and Influence People. And if you've never read that, especially if you're struggling with connecting with people, I couldn't recommend it anymore. It's been a long time since I've read it, but I couldn't recommend it anymore. It's an amazing, amazing book. But one of the things he talks about in there is, you know, like how this the salesman was talking to this lady and her son was really, really into boats. And so, you know, the, the story basically goes along the lines of, man, that guy, you know, that guy really loves boats. And he's like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he just really wanted, you know, he, he knew that you liked boats. So that's an, that's an easy trick too, is you get somebody talking about something that they love, then they'll go for hours. I mean, I really can. I, I can go for hours talking about plenty of things, but like, especially what I do, cause I love it. And most people hate their jobs. So it's funny. Cause I ask people about work and they're like, eh, meh, meh. And it's like, Oh, I guess that's not the subject I want to bring up. You know, don't bring up the subjects that people don't like to talk about. I mean, generally politics, if you're on opposing sides, isn't the best thing to talk about and can destroy friendships. There's actually a cool talk given by uh, one of my religious leaders named Russell M. Nelson, who was a famous heart surgeon. And he talked about basically like, hey, you can, you can see things differently and still be friends. And, and after that talk, I actually reached out to somebody that I'd, you know, kind of, we'd been on opposing political sides and, and uh, just kind of rekindled that friendship. And that was cool. That was really cool. So. Talk about what people are interested in. The other thing I will say is know who you are. I want everybody to listen, that's listening to this right now, no matter how anyone treats you, it's, it's never about them. I mean, no, I take that back. It, it can be about them. It can also be about you. If I'm in a bad place or if I'm not feeling good, I don't really want to have any deep conversations with somebody about something I'm not interested in. If I'm in a great place, then plenty of times I'll, I'll have a conversation that I don't super love. And that's okay. Like you get to decide which conversations you stay in and you get to decide which conversations you leave. And you don't even have to worry about it, guys. But back, back to my point, though, I want each and every one of you to know that you are a child of God. You're either a son or a daughter of God, literally. I also want you to know that God is the most incredible, amazing coach in the world. You know, he, he's the end-all, be-all coach. Everything that I do in my coaching is just try to point people back to him and get away the interference that present, prevents them from hearing him. Those thoughts about you know, not being good enough or being frustrated or all of the thoughts that fit in those categories, I want you to know that they don't come from God. All of those thoughts come from the adversary, come from the crazy leprechaun thinking. Any thought that doesn't tell you how great and amazing you are, because you truly are. I mean, you are marvelous and incredible and amazing. 
and you have so many gifts and you have so many talents. I want each of you to see those in yourselves. I want every one of you to know that God does care about you. And him being the best coach in the universe, or all the universes, you can go to him and ask for help. There's this cool thing I, I saw in a book called Preach My Gospel. And it says, pray for the specific things that you need that day. You know, this morning I found myself doing that. It's a tax season over here in the U.S. So I found myself doing my taxes. And, but this morning, knowing that I would do that and thinking of what I would encounter is the frustration of having to go through all of those numbers. And, oh, it is not my favorite thing in the world. But Heavenly Father helped me finish within a few hours. Just the part that I needed to get done. I know that he's there and I know that he can tell you, hey, how can I connect better with this person? How can I be a better friend to this person? And he can give you those answers. I mean, I really do. I try to just be a mouthpiece for him. You know, it, it's, it's like my mentor once said, you know, it's kind of like it's Joseph flavored. But it's really God. So all of these questions that you guys are thinking or asking, you know, part of this is about helping you understand the way the world works. Like there's nothing you can do to force anyone to talk to you. And you actually wouldn't want to because we don't even like when somebody feels forced to talk to us. We want people to be genuinely interested in us. And sometimes they will and sometimes they won't. Sometimes the things you like in life just aren't things that maybe the person that you want to talk to enjoys talking about. And I, and I really don't know much about, about Tom's interest, so I'm not speaking specifically to him. But you're going to have people that you can connect with when I mean, there are some people in the world that love black licorice, I hate black licorice. I think it's disgusting. There are some people in the world that love to talk to me, that are so grateful for all the work that I do. And there's some people that have no desire to talk to me. Well, why would I spend all my time trying to force people to talk to me that don't want to? I'd rather, I'd rather focus on myself, focus on my relationship with Heavenly Father, focus on my relationship with myself, and focus on my relationship with those people that I actually enjoy spending time with. And so, I guess in closing, my, my, my simple answers to Tom after this exploration would be, you can't force anyone to talk to you and want to get to know you. Unless you're, you just start getting up to some really cool, exciting projects in life that you were really excited about doing, and people will probably want to talk to you. I mean, it, it's funny. Like, everybody looks at these celebrities that have now 
countless people all the time trying to talk to them. Once ago, they were just like us. They were just trying to do the best they could and make it, and then they just kept getting further and further, progressing and progressing in life. The more you're up to cool stuff in the world, the more you're going to progress, and the more people will want to talk to you. You know, there's an example, like even in our in our church, of you know the the founder Joseph Smith. You know, early in his years, not many people wanted to talk to him. Not at all. They they thought he was awful. They said horrible things to him. But as he just stayed engaged in the work that he was meant to, eventually his group of people, and the, you know that ch- the church that grew around him. Everybody wanted to talk to him. Find your people. Find the people that you really love to be around and that really love to be around you. I have a very, very small inner circle. I have a slightly larger circle outside that. And then most people fall outside of that. There's plenty of people in the world that don't get me. And I'm okay with that. You know, we talk about agency. Agency is allowing myself to talk to whoever I want. And also giving them agency to either want to talk to me or not want to talk to me. You can't control that. Nor would you want to. You know, there's a great there's a great episode of Twilight Zone called A Nice Place to Visit. And it's from season one. I think it's episode 27 or something around there. And towards the end of the episode, he found out that he finds out that everything's kind of fake. He's got all these gorgeous girls that are willing to hang out with him and everything else. I don't want to ruin the entire episode for you. But he finds out it's fake. And he is, and you know, he tells the person providing it for him, he's like, dude, it just, you just don't get it. Like, if it's all fake, if it's not real, I don't want it. Every one of us wants true and genuine and wonderful things in the world. We don't want something fake. We don't want something set up. So coming back to my quote-unquote closing advice, it would simply be, well, first of all, counsel with Heavenly Father and ask Him what you can do to connect better with the people around you. Get up to cool stuff in the world. And allow everybody around you to have permission as well to do them. And just remember that no matter if somebody talks to you or not, you have no idea what is going on with them. I mean, I'm, I'm generally a pretty happy person, but I remember a particular night I was really struggling and I just took care of myself that night because that was all I could do. I, I had no energy to give to anybody else. And ironically, that night, I needed to talk to somebody else that gave me energy and gave me peace. 
It's not always about you. So, again, to this question, what can, what can we do to give people time? If you want other people's time, give them something worth investing in. And I, I know this podcast today might have seemed to some super harsh. And I don't mean it to. I, I really just, I share these things out of love. Because sometimes the truth does hurt. Sometimes it's, it's hard to understand that, man, well, maybe it's not about them. Maybe it's about me. Maybe it's me that needs to be more interested in their lives. They get more curious about what they're up to. And focus on myself, becoming the best person I can be. And focus on my relationship with Heavenly Father. And also not pay so much attention to my thinking. So, I, I hope this has been helpful for you guys today. Whatever you felt inspired to do, go do it. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one -on -one coaching time with me depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website Happy nsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one -on -one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.